Welcome to Watch What Crap Ends, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me today is Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Well, hello, Benoon. How's it going? <laughs> Good. Everything's great over here. <laughs> great, great. Good. Mondays, am I right? I know. I know. It's getting back into the swing of things after a rowdy weekend. And by rowdy, I mean... Uh, I fell asleep at like 11 o'clock last night. But you know, that's rowdy. That's rowdy these days. <laughs> I watch Stranger Things, so you want to talk about rowdy? I was like, guess what? I'm going to try this new show I've never heard of before. Nobody talks about called Stranger Things. Mm. How was it? It's like a goofy 80s thing, you know? Um, I don't know. I still watched it. So that's, yeah. <laughs> that tells me that I kept watching it. So I don't know. I think that that's like the only thing I require is that I pay attention to most of it. I, I fast forward through Winona Ryder's um, scenes. Like, I feel like she's just going to like shoplift from my house. Like, I don't want to be missing shit from my house. Like, the adult scenes are a little goofy, too goofy for me. They have like a big, he got kidnapped by the Russians storyline that I yeah. kind of fast through. I, I fast through that wackiness. But, you know, I like the kids with superpowers and shit like that i'm into that so it was yeah. good for me i heard that like uh winona spends a good amount of time in russia for this season which uh to me makes me feel really good about missing it because i i just gave up midway through season two i mean season one i really liked a lot despite it being very scary for my sensibilities my delicate sensibilities but then season two i was like i don't know moldy pumpkins weird lizard <laughs> thing you know it's just new, new cast members i i just wasn't feeling it yeah. Well, hey, you know what? You got to do what you got to do. Okay? It's only so many housewives on television at one time. Yeah, for real. And especially now that Love Island is back, Love Island UK. So I'm like really absorbed in that. And then on top of that, Love Island USA is coming back. It's actually moved to Peacock. So I'm I'm going to have a big, you know, my 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 my, my viewing is going to be like at full capacity in about three weeks. So I, I just couldn't take on Stranger Things, even if I wanted to. Yeah, so that's a lot. Um, I mean, if people want to watch Stranger Things and you don't really have Netflix or whatever, just go to Ramona's Instagram. That's <laughs> that's all you really need. Yeah, for real. It's like, so, why are these monsters? Why won't these monsters let us go? It's like, <laughs> what? Here's how you make strawberry shortcake on ice cream. That's <laughs> it. Okay. Whoa. Avery's in the upside down, okay? She moved to Austin. I don't know where she is, okay? So I put up a bunch of Christmas lights around my couch. Because you know what? I'm a maven. I'm an interior design maven. And Avery talks to me. Wait, let me see what this message is. M-O-M. That's mom. I-S. That's is. T-H-E. The. B-E-S-T. F-R-I-E-N-D. A. D-A-U-G-H-T-R. Best friend that my daughter could. I don't even know where this is going to go. It's so excited. Have. Could have. Oh, my God. She told me I'm the best friend she could ever have from the underground. Wow. Wow. <sighs> they left, left a rift in the universe. And Ramona got back in. It's like just when you think you're done. There she is again. Well, you know what, kids? This is what I listened to in the 80s. Okay? You know what? You know what? I have... 50 close demigorgons as friends, okay? And I'm sorry that you have none, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just always the bad guys, Carol. It just always ends up with, why, you darn kids? Why? <laughs> Luann just comes in dressed like Ghostbusters and goes, quiet, Razavel, and just like zaps her. <laughs> just 
is a mishmash. Because <laughs> yeah, it really is always some simple ending. You know, it's like, oh my god, these monsters are killing everybody, and all we needed to do was give it flowers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just wanted flowers. Beth, you're like, okay, what's the matter? Okay, so you're like a monster. You come terrorize this little town. You choose Indiana of all the places. Why not? Why not New York City? You know how many people are in New York City? You can start with Indiana. Like, what's wrong with you, monster? You know what? Get it. You know what? You know what? You're a cheetah brand monster. Okay, because a real monster yeah. goes after a city. Okay. The, the the monster is just so disrespected that it leaves. Yeah, <laughs> Sonia's like, well, I just fucked a demigod again. I don't know about you girls. <laughs> just my type of guy. Okay, so you're gonna come in here from an up upside down underneath, and you're gonna walk around, and you're gonna send Winona right out of rush. You know what? You better back it up. You better back it up, Demi Gorgon. How dare you call my house upside down? <laughs> this house is from Richard. <laughs> the upside down is Dorinda's house. <laughs> Guys, big news. The Demi Gorgon invited me to move in with him in Chicago. I brought a hammer. It's Barbara. Is that, is that Demi Gorgon wearing a wrap dress? <laughs> Barbara's just just drilling things into the wall. What? I'm hanging a picture. Why is everyone so scared? Demi, Demi Gorgon's like, hi, <laughs> surprise. Yeah. Speaking of, for those of you wondering where Girls Trip is, the first episode's up already, and we're going to be recording them like crazy and posting. Um, one this week, a couple on Instagram next week, uh, Instagram on Patreon next week for the holiday. And, uh, we're just going to keep going, but that's there. It's super fun. So go check that out. Also take a seat is our live shows, uh, our live show that we do on Monday nights. Okay. 7 PM Pacific, 10 PM Eastern Spotify lives an app. So just go download it. Find us. We talk to you. You talk to us. It's about Bravo stuff. It's not a recap show. It's just a fun shit talk, shit talk sesh. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into this Real, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Dun, dun, dun. So it starts off with uh, Kenya hanging out with her daughter, Brooklyn. And Brooklyn's like, I know the days of the week, Monday, Tuesday. And Kenya's like, uh, keep going. And she's like, no, I'm hungry. Or something like that. It's like a cute, <laughs> cute, cute toddler scene. Yeah. She's like, I'm eating. Yeah. And then we go to a place like a strip mall where there's a bunch of signs up that says that says fat loss camp. And then we cut to Drew working out at this gym or whatever. And there's a guy named Justin who's a drop it with you trainer. And like Drew's just sort of like there's a bunch of people with her from her program there. And there's a woman named Mary who lost 22 pounds. And uh, it's clearly a drop it with Drew kind of uh, event of some sort. Yeah, it's definitely like, we're filming Dropping with Drew today, you know? And you can mm -hmm. tell it's the first time <laughs> that anyone's been there or done this. Uh, so then she's on FaceTime with her partner, and she's like, so everyone was sharing their journey. That's so funny that you called right now, because everyone's sharing their journey, and it's so inspirational. I was like, why don't we do a party here to celebrate our biggest losers? At which point, she clearly got a call from NBC Legal, because for the rest of the episode, she kept on referring to them as her biggest winners. <laughs> They're like, uh, ma'am, we cannot uh, have you use that uh, brand identity with your pyramid scheme. Thank you. <laughs> So then we go to Sonia, who's with her sister, Sherry, and she's saying that she needs to have a conversation with her husband because he's always traveling and she doesn't know if she wants another kid. Oh, my God. Just be quiet about your kid already. OK, I know it's only episode eight, but that's all I've heard about is your damn kid. I don't care yeah. if you have a kid. I don't care. Yeah. Her whole thing is that she loves to work and, you know, she doesn't want to give anything up. And she feels like, you know, in order for me to be the best parent anyway, I need to have my cup full. So I need like, you know, I, I can't just take on a kid and then not have my cup not full, etc. And speaking of unfull cups, we now go to Sheree and Marlo walking to a place called Sweat House, which is like a sweating place. And Sheree is like, what better way to have a girly conversation than to be in a sauna? And drop some pounds at the same time. And um, and then she's like, and that's for Marlo. Because Marlo and Candy, neither one of those bitches like to work out. Yeah. And the guy there is like, so we have infrared steamers. So it's like a workout without the workout. <laughs> and uh, Marlo's like, do you have something that can make somebody into a good friend? Do you have that? <laughs> He's like, Marlo has some. That. 
Marla's got a pair. I've got to say, Marla turning so fast on somebody for doing absolutely nothing to her. I mean, we've already had a scene of Marla when Candy was dressed like the Wicked Witch or whatever. <laughs> when she's like, Candy, you're the only one who's nice to my kids and sends them gifts and money. Why don't you invite me over to movie night? And yeah. it's gone from that to, you're a terrible person. Yeah, Marla latches onto a concept and then she just goes with it. And that, now, so now she's going at it with Candy. So Candy shows up and she's like all dressed up because she has another appointment afterwards. So she's definitely not doing the sauna. So they have this like weird scene set up where Sheree and Marlo are sweating in a sauna and they're talking to Candy through a glass <laughs> through a glass door. It's very like Susan Sarandon and Sean Penn and Dead Man Walking, you know? <laughs> it's the only way they could make Sheree comfortable showing her feelings. They're like, okay, there's going to be a glass. There's going to be glass between you and the person you need to express your feelings to. Yeah. So they're making some small talk and Candy's talking about having to, sh- you know, she shot a sex scene for a la carte. And uh, it was like the first day, so she wasn't expecting it. And then they kind of dig into the real issue. So Sheree's like, I love you. And I feel like we have a really good relationship, especially when we're the smalls. Remember that? I used to come to your house, be at the holidays, be at picnics. I miss that. And I feel like, you know, what I'm, that I'm going through something. And I expect my friend to reach out to me, especially for something that you can relate to. I'm talking about Tyrone. I just want to make this very clear. Tyrone, the man <laughs> from prison. Because Candy's giving her that look like, what? And like her face is all scrunched. And she's like, I'm talking about Tyrone. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> she's like, well, I was waiting for you to bring it up to me. And you didn't bring it up to me. And Sheree's like, I'm disappointed. Can't you hear me, Candy? I'm going to write it right now in the window. It's like, this up. Uh, that's backwards. How am I supposed to read that? She's <laughs> like, Sheree, are you doing, are you doing math equations? Why? I do have a beautiful mind if I do say so myself. <laughs> So Marlo's like, I think what she's saying is she'd like you to call more. Is that something that you can give her, Candy? Is that something you can give her? And Candy's like, why are you guys asking me for things you don't give to me? Like, when have either one of you called me ever to, like, <laughs> ask me how I feel about anything, you know? And Marlo's like, listen, I was a foster child. And she's like, okay, like, enough. Like, don't go back to your child. Like, you can't use that for every argument. She goes, but I was, and you were raised better. You were raised with family. And, you know, Candy, where we're at is a shame. You know, all this tension because I keep throwing you under the bus behind your back. It's a shame that I had to get to that place. Do you know what's going on with me now? Do you know what's going on? And she's like, nope. (laughs) She's like, well... I just spoke back to my, I had a phone call with my sister and that shit's taking me under and I just, I just want you to reach out some more. And Candy's just looking at them like these two bitches. <laughs> yeah, they're trying really hard, right? Like how, how the hell would Candy know that, you know? Mm-hmm. So Candy's like, well, look, everyone needs more time for me. My own family complains that they're not getting enough time. And she's like, so if everyone's saying the same thing, then maybe that's something you got to work on. And then we get a, a boom. Like and something then, was just done there. The editors are like, ooh, she got her there. Put in a boom. Add the boom. <laughs> and then you know, you know when Candy's been pushed to her limits when she starts doing repetition, you know, a la the lies, the lies, the lies. So now she's doing, I'm getting frustrated, I'm getting frustrated, I'm getting frustrated. <laughs> yeah. I have, I have tried. <laughs> Why are you throwing it at me? Why are you throwing this at me? It's so annoying. <laughs> and Sheree's like, I'm not that friend who's just going to yes you. But I did not expect her to have a tantrum. Okay, mm. when it's you, the whole neighborhood needs to come out and call you and check on you. But then when Candy's crying, you're like, fuck her and her tantrums. The hell's I wrong know. with her? Exactly. And so Candy's like, it's annoying. And I was like, I will do better. I will do better. And she's like, I will do better. I'll do better. So Candy's <laughs> like, she's like, they have drained me with their bullshit. And I do not have any more time for this. Yeah, they tried it. They tried it. But she's not a typical housewife that's immediately going to, like, fall for your, you know, take the bait. And just, no. like, go crazy and have this big fight with you, you know? You two are sweaty in a box, okay? Mm-hmm. And she's outside the box looking amazing, not being affected. So she just won. Yep, she Guys, won. Nice try. You're going to have to come with a little more than, you should have called me. Yeah. You should have called me. So uh, then we go over to Sonia and her mom in the kitchen. Uh, Sonia's going to make dinner for Ross. She's going to make him 
little, it's going to be like a private night for the two of them. They're going to have dinner together and they can make salmon. I feel like this is an ongoing thing on Atlanta, perhaps even other franchises. I haven't studied it carefully, but I feel like the let's talk about our relationship. So I'm going to make salmon is like, is like a thing. Like, is it, is it a, do you have to make salmon if you're going to have a sit down <laughs> with your husband to, to talk about some tough things? Cause I feel like Drew did that to Ralph last season. And I feel like if we go back there have been many times when people have made salmon <laughs> in order to like set the tone for a serious discussion. Maybe because men is in the title of the fish. I don't know. I don't know why it's always salmon. <laughs> well, normally I would weird. say it's, <laughs> well, it's appropriate then because it's in salmon. The way it's spelled is actually mon, which would make sense for Sonia. <clears throat> yeah. I'm not really sure. Um, I do think it's hilarious that every time on Real Housewives, they're like, I'm a mother and all I do is care about my family. That's all I do, 24 hours a day, and all I care about is my family. And then they're like, oh my God, I made dinner. <laughs> like, like they're, waiting, they're waiting for a prize to arrive that they made dinner this one time. It's like, how do I put the salts out of the shaker? <laughs> So then, <laughs> how do I turn on the stove? That was hers. <laughs> Which, granted, it is a new stove, and we didn't even celebrate the new kitchen because she didn't have this kitchen, right? So they have a kitchen now. It looks pretty. Oh, they have a kitchen. But she's like, yeah, "How do well I done. turn on this stove?" You know, and the mom's just standing there, like, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> I know because because Sharon's like, "So do you need a spectator? Do you need a cheerleader?" Sonia's like, "I need a cook." She's like, "Nope, we'll not do that." <laughs> so Sharon, I mean Sonia's like making the salmon and she's like, you know, seasoning it on one side. And Sharon is so disgusted by her daughter's lack of cooking skills. She's like, "Did you season the other side?" And she's like, "Well, what's the point of seasoning the other side? It's just going to come off anyway. The skin's going to come off anyway." And Sharon is like, "This is my daughter. This, this." Four-time Olympian and still doesn't understand salmon skin. <laughs> so then um, the husband comes home and he's all cute and everything. And she changes into like a pretty yellow dress. And she's like, oh my God, are you proud of me? When was the last time we sat and talked? Okay, I'm getting emotional now. I'm getting emotional now. He's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Every time it's salmon, I know this is going to happen. You know, like how excited am I supposed to be seeing fucking salmon on the plate when I know this is what the night's going to turn into? He's like, well, at least this time you actually served up proper salmon and not just some sauteed sponges. So you're making improvements. <laughs> so she's like, I just, you're traveling so much. And, you know, I know I have help, but it's still bad when you're not here. And I, I don't know if I want another kid. And basically, he's like, well, listen, when I was playing sports and I had a bad game, you would say, baby, it was just one bad game. Don't worry about it. And now as a business owner, I need that kind of support instead of feeling like, you know, I'm abandoning the family, you know, and not giving you any support. But like, that's that's fine. That's like a nice, easy metaphor, but it kind of doesn't make sense because a... Like one thing is saying, hey, you know, a little pep talk, you know, you, you drop the, you drop the ball during the football game. So here's a little pep top. You just pep top. Keep going forward. I mean, what is the what is the comparison with your car company? It's like, oh, hey, you missed that parking spot. But don't worry, tomorrow you'll totally you'll totally get to park there. You know, I don't really see how that translates to. Well, I'm guessing what, what happened is they were going to live in Austin, right? He was starting a business in Austin, and then she got this show and moved to Atlanta. Is that? I mean, that's kind of. I what was I'm wondering. Getting, right? I was wondering if it was a situation where she moved to Atlanta for the show. Um, I don't really, I don't really know. But also, it's different too because, like, you know, he's been. I think he's been out of the NFL at least longer than four years, which Deuce is four years old. So it's one thing to say, oh, you know, back. You know, in my like when I was playing on the Giants, you were always supporting me, and it was cool because you know I was I had I was always traveling with the team. But that was before they had a kid, and you can't act like those two times in your lives are going to be the exact same thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's too much. Like, uh... <laughs> point is salmon. The point is salmon. Yeah. So she's like, well, I do want to support you, but I also really am not sure if I think it's best for us to have a child and. You know, I just don't know if it's realistic, and I didn't know you would be traveling all the time. But now, if you keep traveling, it's just going to be me with another kid, plus dues, and without you. And like, I'm going to explode. And even with 10 people here, 
I it I don't get the support that allows me to do my best. And he's like, I know. This fish came off the skin. It's like, do you not know about hot oil? Like how many times does your mom have to tell you? So yeah, basically she's like, I want you to have an open mind. And he's like, Hmm. Now at this point in the conversation, Ralph did tell me I should say something really condescending to you about what men do and what women do. But I decided I'm just going to nod and not do that on national TV for for the first time ever in the history of real housewives. Yeah, wise move, sir. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So he's like, you know, I'm I'm in Austin to do something positive for the family, and now you're telling me you don't want a child. Like, I don't know what you want me to say. I still want a child. It's not going to change, so I'm not really sure what to say. And she's like, but would you resent me if we didn't have another child? And he's like, I don't know. You know, who knows? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's an I mean, that's a nice, honest answer. I think I think Sonia ultimately has a point, which is essentially um, like if you're gone all the time for a few weeks at a time, uh, it's like not totally fair that then it's not fair that she has to make all the sacrifices to have a child and he doesn't have to. Yeah, you know, we're just kind of at a point in our history where I'm like, um, just listen to Sonia. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, what the fuck? So then, I mean, I think you should both want a child. You know, now I don't know what yes. their agreement is. Like, if they agreed that they were going to have more children, and now she's saying she doesn't want to, and that's why he's annoyed. But you know, I get when you're in a in a couple and you you disagree on that. I I just don't really know what to say about it because I'm not. We're going to gather more information, I'm sure, over the season. I don't know. I mean, I say it's hard enough being a mom when you're not resenting your kid. So I would say go with the least resentful path that's available. Uh, That's what I would say. So Monstera. I say get a Monstera plant, and that can be your second child. Yes. They're very high maintenance, just like a real child. Yeah. Uh, So then we go to Sheree, who's on the... Business, uh, she's on the phone with her new business partner, Tai, and they're talking about what to do with Shibai Sheree. And Sheree's like, you know, I've bought so much fabric over the years. Three years. It just sits there. It just sits there. And she's like, well, as your project manager, it's my role to make sure everything is executed properly. Now, what are you doing right now? <laughs> Eating a popsicle. Okay, so that's not what you should be doing. Okay, you need to get some fabric. Okay, now what are you doing? Making some time. <sighs> Wondering. Yeah. <laughs> Wondering why people do crosswords. I just don't. It makes no sense to me. Okay. You know, we're going to need to work on this a little. Wordle? Can I play Wordle? Nope. No, nope, that's, that's pretty much like your crossword answer. It's just like a different part of the New York Times. So uh, she's like, I just can't slap a label on something like everyone else. I source the fabric. I source manufacturing. And then we go to Le Arcade. By the way, I just want to say how crazy it is that for 12 years, Sheree has just been hoarding fabric (laughs) and I guess prototypes too, but has not actually used any of these things she spent money on to to do anything with them. Like that's crazy. <laughs> just she just has a storage of like a just a, a stockpile of fabric. But anyway. Well she also hasn't been on Housewives, so it's like you know, what do yeah. you do? It's like but I did like that she was trying something on and it looked like if you put on pant legs, like jogging pants, if you put the pant legs on your arms. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, they're kind of, like, scrunched up. She's like, I like this. And I was like, yes, yes. Very, it's very, like, Oscars at the gym. It it, it reminded me of, like, modern, modern Matador, you know? Like, I guess that's a a bolero jacket. It wasn't as short as a bolero jacket, but it kind of, like, made me feel like maybe she might go, you know, do some sort of work with bulls or something. So Mm. um, now we go over to the archive, the archive. And Marlo's there with her nephews, and she's having them Clorox the shelves and stuff um, because they've been acting out a lot since the phone call they had with their mom, which was probably a deeply traumatic phone call that would, like, when one of them eventually gets old enough and writes, like, a Prince of Tides novel, that phone call is going into it. Well, yeah, it's super hard and probably 20 times as hard to have cameras all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> all right, do, do it again for the cameras. Do it again. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. So yeah, they're they're traumatized, and um, Marlo's. Well, one of them, I think it's Michael, who says, um, "Well, wait a minute. Why do why do you get to sit?" And get paid, but I can't sit and get paid. And she's like, um, because I'm the boss. I'm the owner. That's <laughs> Le why. Boss. Le boss. <laughs> and she says that, um, she's asking them, do you remember my first job? And they're like, the car wash. We know. She's like, actually, that wasn't my first. My first was McDonald's. And they're like, oh, everyone worked at McDonald's. Get over it. <laughs> yeah. She's like, wow, tough crowd, huh? So then she... <laughs> She talks about uh, working at the car wash and then taking the city bus over to Wet Seal to work there. And then she's like, guess who I talked to today? Your Aunt Jasmine. And it turns out Jasmine is actually their older sister, but she's much older and in a different state, so they're not close. And basically, Jasmine's going to go visit the mom. And uh, that's 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 pretty much it. It's just like the latest update is that uh, Marlo is still trying to bring her family together. And it's not going so well. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. So then... The uh, the gang, we then head over to like a candle place, a candle making place called Bear and Honey. And Candy is there and Kenya joins her as well as Monietta, who I think we met for like a hot second earlier in the season. Um, and Monietta is like a new friend of uh, who is uh, she's Neo's baby daddy. That's and she writes books. Yeah. So um, they're like, oh, my God. Hi. And they look at her wedding ring because she just got married and um we the we keep getting this candle making lady coming in yeah. like okay step number one you take your favorite scent it's like yeah. fabric softener flowers yeah. you know cookies and then she just keeps coming back in the middle of the sentence it's like and here's step number two lady get the fuck out of here no one's making a candle okay <laughs> no one is gonna use this candle in this scene yeah so they um it's the host it's the host from that other restaurant i'm also the candle maker like wait a minute were you the host waiter chef from that other restaurant that weird like faux korean barbecue so uh manietta is uh she's talking about how she helped with uh, a candy cares event recently and kenya's like oh well that was the subject of conversation with marlo who basically was roasting her she was complaining about candy donating used clothes to her charity and marlo started talking about you not being a good friend (laughs) (laughs) and she's like oh my god these girls okay so they invited me to this steam room and then they start all this i don't call them and stuff and manietta's like um excuse me you show up one thing i know about candy is candy shows up Okay, Candy is always there. She shows up. Last time I saw her, she had a turkey for a homeless person. That woman showed up. If that turkey got married, she would be there for that too. She shows up. It's like, okay, you're going a little hard here. Okay, we know we know which team you're on. Calm down. Yeah, and Kenya's like, yeah, when I did Dancing with the Stars, which I was on a TV show on ABC prime time i was on it so when i was on it that show dancing with the stars she was on her live for two hours waiting for me she shows up (laughs) kenya kenya turning the conversation into herself and then you know stressing how good candy is for waiting for fucking kenya for two hours to come on to tv (laughs) (laughs) poor thing poor candy had to sit there it's so Kenya. So um, Candy's like, yeah, Marlo's obviously starting a hate campaign against me at this point, right? So then the lady comes back and she's like, okay, so now here's step number 73 in candle making. And Candy's like, wow, this is a lot of food fragrances. Yeah. Can we get something else? <laughs> I don't really want food fragrance. Okay, here's like, you know. Like after jogging shoot. What the fuck do you want? Just mix a candle, Kenya. Uh, here's a candle for when you need to have a tough conversation with your husband. It's salmon scented. So, <laughs> Kenya's, so Kenya starts talking about Drew's invitation. to. She's having a drop of a Drew event. And um, they're just talking about how they don't really know what what any of this is really. And then this segues into discussion about um, Candy's products. And uh, Candy's basically because because Moniata's talking about her honeymoon and and Candy's like asking if she used the the bedroom candy products. So then Ken uh, Kenya starts talking about the buzzing underwear from the New York trip because they're gonna be, basically find out from Moniata like what do you think was it inappropriate or not? 
Don't even get me started. I mean, everybody had a, a remote control, and if they came too close, it could vibrate my cooch. <laughs> and and Manieta's like, oh, my God, Candy, I was on your side, but come on. She's like, don't try to get goody-goody with me. Yeah, but she then she had a girl with pasties walking around my neighborhood. How would you feel if I sent a naked clown to your home when Blaze is home? Candy's like, well, I would send Blaze to the back and then continue to laugh about it. And then it goes, the candle lady comes back and it goes, step number three, pause for argument. (laughs) (laughs) So Candy's like, okay, so now you're saying, oh, you know, it was wrong because the husbands were there and you're a single person. But my husband was there when you said you wanted to have sex. And And Kenya's like, ah, ah, ah. And then we see last year. And Kenya's like, three women at this table could get it. And Candy is one. Yeah. And so then Candy's like, Kenya loves to talk about how she's above it all. And yet she's the one in here talking about yelling about her pussy. Because then Kenya's (laughs) like, don't have your husband buzzing my pussy all night long. And all the ladies at the candle making plays are like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) Is that a scent? Um. (laughs) Uh, they so basically they just agree to disagree, right? And they're like, well, yeah. see, we can we can fight with each other, and it's still fine, you know. I don't know why everybody else has to be so dramatic. But I just wanted to talk about the invitation that Drew sends everybody. So Drew sends everybody a video invite, and she's like, "Hi, I'm your friend, Drew Sedora. I would definitely love for you to come join me." And then it shows her in it like a different part of the house. <laughs> To drop it with, and then like in a different part, just on the balcony now. And she's like, drop it with Drew. Hey! And then she drops down to the ground, but she's moved to the balcony so she can hold onto the railing to pull herself back up. I was like, Drew, come on. What what is this? (laughs) If you can't do it, don't do it. Don't change the setting to your balcony so you could actually do one drop. Oh, Drew. It really reminds me a lot of the... uh home videos I made in ninth grade where I would just be like, I'm going to make a movie. And if I shoot the living room from this angle and then from that angle, it's like one's the police station and one is the mansion. (laughs) It's like, we know you're just changing the angles. So then of course, candy ends the scene by going, do you like the smell of my candle? You just smelled candy's pussy. It's like, wait a minute. Let me go back and look at her smells that what she is, put what, in. What tinctures did she put in there? <laughs> it's a, it's a tincture. <laughs> she picked something called like Stargazer and Febreze, you know, laundry fresh or something. <laughs> so then um, we go to dropping it with Drew. <laughs> yeah. So Drew wants everyone to see that it's a 100% legitimate business, which I don't think any of that was proven in this uh, in this episode but that's fine i know there's like a santa claus with a pumpkin on it it's like the, the holiday store the temporary it's the, it's holiday the store spirit of halloween like she's basically just cleared all the shelves to the right and so she's like drop it with drew santa ween the spirit of dropping it with drew <laughs> it's just like one poster on top of the other whoever finds an egg wins <laughs> So um, everyone is uh, everyone's arriving at uh, there, including Moneta's husband Heath, and um, and then Candy's like, hmm, I wonder though if this if this is a real drop it with Drew facility, and we see three because right now there's all these like this big like wraps on the window. They're like drop it with Drew, and then it says three days three days earlier, and it's just like basically a Radio Shack that had signs up that said Fat, fat Loss Camp. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Sonia, uh, wait, where am I? Sonia and Marlo are in the car with, um, who are they in the car with? Um, it's, it's Sonia, Marlo and Sheree are driving together. Oh, okay. And so they're talking about how, uh, Sonia's like, yeah, you know, I got the invite and I didn't get an uninvite, so I'm going to come support it. And Marlo's like, not going to lie. I would have been petty and uninvited you, but... (laughs) And then they pull up and they see that the big posters, like the things wrapped on the windows and the doors. And Marlo's like, wow, Drew went and printed out a thing from FedEx. And they all like laugh and like, I'm laughing. But then I was like, 
But then again, where else would she print it out from? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like Monet wasn't there to get her drop it with Drew. <laughs> so they all go in, and uh, Drew's like, hold on, everybody. My friends are here. Let's wait. Let's wait, because my friend, my dear, dear friends are here. So she goes and brings them, and they all talk about Sheree's butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then we see Marlo ignoring Candy, and they do that Bravo spotlight where they like gray out everything else except the spotlight of Marlo passing Candy and not saying yeah. hello. Yeah, and then yeah, and then and after that that brush off, uh, then yeah, we look at like Sheree's ass. Everyone's looking at the ass. They cut to Todd just like gawking at it, and then Sheree's pulling out all her prototypes that are not available to the pu- public. So she's got like a mat and a water bottle. <laughs> she's like just showing them all off. And then Sonia does something that doesn't make sense to me, which is that she goes to Ralph for advice, which is like not something that anyone should really ever do in life. But Sonia's falling for it. I guess <laughs> for anything. Don't even ask that guy for directions. No. Okay? You'd be like, hey, uh, can you t- tell me where Target is? Oh, yeah. Well, you got you got to turn around and just like drive and drive and, and just like don't stop driving for about 45 minutes. And you'll hit the Target. It's like, Ralph, we're. We're at the ocean. If I turn around, I'll dive yeah. into the water. You, you always end up in Tampa every <laughs> single time. So uh, she's like, we're thinking of baby number two. You know, what do you think about that? You know, like, because we're both working. And is it time for me to slow down? Because, you know, he can keep doing his thing. I'm going to be the one who has to slow down. Hmm. And Ralph's like, yeah, but look at us. Like, we got three and we're busy, too. It's not like we're not busy, so. And she's like, uh, well, I mean, if you are really busy, because we don't really know. Yeah, he says, because he says, we're just as busy, if maybe not more than you guys. I'm like, what are you busy with? I guess, well, listen, say what you will. They may not have a real business, but running a pyramid scheme does take a lot of time and work. So they could have their hands full. I love that she's like, well, if you are really busy, it's like she comes to him for advice, but then accuses him of being shady at the same time, you know? So he's like, well, you can't use busy as an excuse to not have kids. Yes, you fucking can. Since when can't you use, since when is that a rule? You can't use busy as a reason to not have children. If you don't have time for the children, that's an excuse to not have children. What the hell? Hasn't stopped a lot of people, though, I will say. (laughs) So, um, Sonia is like, uh, she's talking about how she wants to build a legacy too, and yada, yada, yada. And so now, uh, the group starts talking. The group is sort of convened in the middle, and Candy is like, Marlo's like, oh, she's saying something. And Candy's like, oh, so now you're talking to me? And Marlo's like, I've been talking to you. She's like, no, you walked right by me. I was frustrated, frustrated, frustrated. <laughs> And then I hear you're having this conversation with everybody about me. And she's like, well, that was everybody. We, we were all having the conversation that you brought up. Yeah. And continue to bring up every time she's not there. And Marlo's like, yeah, I mean, uh, where's Candy? Was she invited? Is Candy going to be here? And Candy's like, okay, we'll talk about this later. You know, mm-hmm. let's not take away from the event. So Drew's like, um, guys, I'm your friend, Drew Sedora. And we are here to celebrate our biggest winners, Jamika. Congratulations on losing 100 pounds in 17 minutes and 37 seconds. <laughs> you you win this candy corn, okay? <laughs> found by the found it by the register. Just have to though. Just have to. Uh, um, you know, it is interesting because Jamika lost 100 pounds in 50 weeks, which is great for Jamika. But I'm surprised no one at this point said, hey, but Drew, you haven't had this business for 50 weeks. <laughs> you had, had it for like like two months at max. So then Todd gets a very important call. He's like, what? Who? What's wrong? What happened? It's like, uh-oh, it's Todd's emergency voice. <laughs> I know. Wow, the urgency is unparalleled. <laughs> so, uh, so he pulls Candy out, and um, and then they like they're out in the parking lot, and basically someone jumped the gate for their property, and then um, the lady who was taking care of the kids or looking after the kids called the police, and now they have to Todd and Candy have to go home to make sure everything's okay. Right. So then they're doing the exercises inside. And uh, of course, Marlo's like, oh, I hate this. I'm tired. By the way, if you ever asked me to show up anywhere and then weighed me, 
Um, I would never speak to you again. <laughs> How dare you? And on television? Who? Yeah. No, they should have all walked out. That's just disrespectful. I'm surprised Kenya didn't make us think about it. Well, she probably already found out that that's what was happening, which is why she came late. She's like, I am not going to step on that scale for America to judge me. But she does. Doesn't she step on it? Maybe well, she does. Maybe doesn't. she does. I don't but remember. But also, Kenya's in like the best shape of her life. <laughs> Kenya <laughs> like, looks amazing. But if I walked in there, I would be like, hell no. No <laughs> way. I know. It is pretty, pretty rude. So all it's giving me like major flashback to fit is the new it, but at least fit is the new it, even though it was sort of a janky program, at least it's run by an actual medical doctor. <laughs> so like I have, I have a lot more faith in Dr. Jackie than I do with Drew Sedora. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So um, they do these workouts, but Drew can't do them. Like, she's no. obviously never done this, you know? Like, she's just, she's terrible. And Sheree says, between Drew's terrible mommy makeover and working out how she does, I can see how she still looks like a busted can of biscuits. <laughs> yeah. Excuse you. Yeah, wow. And then Marlo, Marlo's like, I don't work out. I get lipo. Isn't that what Drew does? <laughs> It's <laughs> just so shady. So Kenya finally walks in looking just like banging. But between Kenya and Sonia, it was like, wow, wow. So Kenya's like, hi, I'm going to be the cheerleader today. And um, there's just more exercise, etc. Yeah, so she goes up to the little table and she's like, there's food too. And she was like, oh, yeah, we have meal prep samples. I'm like, let me guess. It's salmon. <laughs> and it's just going to sit out on this t warm table the whole yeah. time. So Sonia's like, um, so they're talking to Jackie now, the business partner. And Sonia's like, wow, this workout isn't for first timers. I mean, this is really advanced stuff. And she's like, well, you know, we have six locations. We have one in Chicago. It's been open five years. And Kenya's like, wait a minute. So Jackie, you own the locations? And she's like, uh-huh. All of them? Uh-huh. Wow. And Drew's just standing there nodding, like, yeah, isn't that great? Kenya's yeah. like, okay, so then you just brought Drew in, right? Yeah. She goes, yes. And I told Drew, listen, we don't know the Atlanta market. We want to expand to Atlanta. And now they're like, oh, okay. So yeah. this is this person's business that Drew is saying that she's just had all this time. Right. And Sonia's basically like, okay, well, um, you basically partnered. Like, you're the face of it. Like, you're not an entrepreneur, and that's okay, Drew. That's okay. But they're basically all kind of like rolling their eyes because Drew's been acting like this is a business that she started, and she just actually just put her face on it. So, right. um, <laughs> so they're just shading her essentially, and uh, they're just like shading how Drew has nothing to do with the business side of it. And Drew is like, okay, so now that we've done a lot of talking, and now that you've grilled my partner, I mean, listen, we waited decades on decades for some businesses. I mean, we're still waiting for She by Sheree. I think you brought a mat today. Is that what you did? I'm like, wow, Drew. Like, Sheree wasn't even going in on your business, and you just went in on Sheree, and she was nice enough to come to your pyramid scheme. Yeah. I mean, yeah, go for Kenya. Kenya's the one really going. She's like, so wait, before she even lost a pound, you named a business after her? <laughs> So, yeah, she comes for Sheree, and Kenya, uh, Sheree's like, um, please, you're just the face of something. I mean, this is just one of the many things I could have been, okay? And Marlo's like, be nice, Sheree, we're not going to be like that today, which, of course, of course that's not on Marlo's agenda. <laughs> she just means we're not going to be like that to Drew, because I'm nice to her this episode. Yeah, and Drew is like, and Kenya's like unfurling the She by Sheree mat. She's like very excited to see anything from this company. And Drew is like, well, I appreciate your feedback. You know, the website wasn't working. Now the website's working. So you see, we'd listen to feedback. So um, <laughs> Drew's really strong, strong point for Drew there. And then <laughs> they, they paid for their website. And so then Magneta jumps in. She's like, so, well, Candy was talking about what happened with you guys. Um, it seemed like an ambush the way that came up. So she's just jumping right in, which I like. Yeah. And Marlo's like, oh, so that must have come from Kenya, right? And Kenny goes, yeah, it came from me. <laughs> Marlo's like, well, uh, of course, no one's talking about how Sheree was there as well, doing this as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And um, and so Marlo's like, well, at the end of the day, and Kenny goes, she ain't fucking with you. And Marlo goes, you know what? I'm going to die. What's going to happen now? I'm not going to be able to eat five-star five star restaurants anymore because she ain't fucking with me anymore. And Kenny's like, well, it made her realize all the things you haven't been to her. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get my favorite music cue, the dong. And Marlo is saying, oh, can you, you know, she's always running games pretending that she loves me. And then she turns around and she does this to me. You hurt me, Kenya. You hurt me. <laughs> Marlo, Jesus, Marlo she really invents her own reality. <laughs> she loves playing. She loves like throwing a rock and then just like playing the victim. So yeah. Marlo's like, can you teach me how to be a friend, Kenya? Can you? And Kenya's like, you don't know how to be a friend. Yeah, well, can you teach me? I mean, what's going on with Mark? Or tell us about your fake booty. <laughs> yeah, there, goes, she there just, she goes. She's just throwing it's everything at the wall. immediately the lowest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it doesn't even like, make sense. Oh, your nose is stupid. <laughs> I hate your nose. I heard you got a hangnail. Okay. Hey, <laughs> congratulations on letting your chicken go, go spoiled in the fridge. Huh? And Kenya's like, there she is. There's the Marlo we know. By the way, I'm perfect. And she's like, you're not perfect. You have a bad makeup person today. Did you get your lips done? <laughs> Did you get your lips done? You keep going backwards. Learn how to speak. And she's like, learn how to keep a man, honey. And she's like, where's your man? She goes, I don't want a man. And you settled for one that belittles you, sweetheart. I was like, oh, great. Now she's bringing up the super classy, you got emotionally abused card. I know. Seems it seems like a, That's always fun. Seems like a weird diss. Like, wow, you, you, you are getting belittled. So then <laughs> I love belittling someone by shaming them for, for getting belittled by someone else. So then... Yes. Kenya's like, and I have a beautiful child from that. And what do you have? And she goes, well, if you were dating Mark, you should have told him that you were perfect. And she's like, get out of my face, Marlo. Get out of my face. Yeah, because Marlo comes up right into her face. And so then Kenya puts her hand up and she keeps doing that like dance hand thing where she's like, Bleh! like closing yeah. her hand and opening it again in front of Marlo's face. And she's like, get out of my face. Get out of my face, Marlo. So they pull them apart. And now Kenya's steaming mad. And she's outside like, try me again, Marlo. Try me again. And yeah. Marlo's like, okay, anytime I talk to her, I'm going to put my hands behind my back. All right, where is she? Put her hands behind her back. Yeah. Kenya's like, I'm not that girl anymore. So then um, Marlo's like, every time I turn around, Kenya's coming for me. It's never anything uplifting. I'm tired of you, Kenya. I'm tired of you. Bye, fake booty. <laughs> <laughs> so then um marlo is talking to manietta and marlo's saying you know i'm from the hood and listen when i argue i'm never gonna say anything about your mother your children your husband <laughs> the editors are like a few years ago your mother didn't want you yeah a month ago your child's stupid yeah five seconds ago your husband belittled you. <laughs> like they just had all the footage. And, you know, they had so many examples to choose from. So then we go over to Candy's house for a little uh, to find out what what was going on. And basically Candy and Todd come in and they're talking to this woman, Katrina, who says that this guy came up and was like, oh, I need to speak to Candy. And then she videotaped him or recorded him on her phone. And the guy was obviously like not all there. <laughs> It was like, hilarious. Like, I'm not. I'm not here to so laugh funny. at. I'm not here to laugh at. You know, people who are going through. You know, mental challenges. But the manifestation of this guy's mental challenge was was pretty fabulous. Yeah, he was like, I'm a songwriter, and I was told to come here on account of I'm Ti's son. So he also said he was Beyonce's family member. He goes, I'm Beyonce's family <laughs> member, and I'm a songwriter. And I was told to speak to Candy Burris because I'm Ti's son. I'm like, wow. That's a, That's what a, a lot. what a pedigree. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> um, so Sonia is back with Sonia. Sonia is talking to Drew. She's like, "Oh, Drew, we should stay in touch, you know, because I came in peace today. And if you felt that I was attacking you when I was attacking you, I apologize for that. It's just that." It spiraled and went from attacking you to like attacking you. You know what I mean? And I didn't mean for it to get that bad. And Drew's like, well, it did feel like a gang up. Yeah. Yeah. It, did. it really did. And she's like, okay, well, you know, I'll come talk to you next time. And also, you know, our husbands have something really great 
going on. So I'd hate to mess with that. And she's like, by the way, how is your husband? <laughs> oh, she's, you know, he's great. Um, because every now and then he's like, God, I can't believe I used to be a star NFL player. And now I'm like a chauffeur, but then I haven't talked to Ralph and he's like, I'm doing much better than I realized. So, you know, I just want to preserve that, 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 that self-esteem spring for, for Ross. <laughs> yeah. And so she's like, you know, he's not really happy with me because I told him I'm not sure if I want a kid. And Drew's like, oh, he wants a kid? Well, that means that you have to do that for your husband. And she's like, wait. What? <laughs> she she's like, what? <laughs> Her face. It was so good. She's like, wait, what? And Drew's like, yeah, you know, if that's what he wants. You know, my husband wanted it and I wasn't sure, but... I did it because, you know, if he's unhappy, then he might start to resent you. It's like, he already resents you. I mean, what are you going to have a baby every three weeks? You cannot have a baby every three weeks. What part about Ralph feeding you crab rangoon on the roof of his tailor shop says he doesn't (laughs) resent you? Okay. So Sonia's like, she's like, what about the other way? What about like, if I begin to resent him because I'm forced to have this baby? Okay. I think that's what women are conditioned to do is to think about the man. And like, what if I have my own resentment? Resentments. Drew's just like, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like that, where she just doesn't listen to a word of that. She's like, but you want to make your husband happy? <laughs> she goes, but what about him wanting to make his wife happy? And she goes, yeah, you might just want to think about that. You Great might Drew. just want to think about <laughs> Wow. 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 Well, at least, she, at least Drew is not going into marriage counseling. Although maybe she wasn't actually, wasn't she doing something with Ralph last season where the two of them were were like, they had couples over and they talked about things. You know what? I can't even be bothered. I can't. But, but uh, the point is that Drew's advice is whack. So there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that was it. Well, that brings us to the end of Atlanta. Yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget. Take a seat is tonight at 10 o'clock on the East coast, seven o'clock on the West coast. We'll talk Bravo gossip. All sorts of stuff. So just be there at Spotify Live. As Ronnie said, it is an app. So just download it if you don't have it. And uh, we'll catch you there. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni. She don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila. She's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana Do. Aaron McNicholas. She don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie. She has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. We McLovin. Karen McClellan. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the Berg. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 Days of Summers. The Incredible Edible Matthew Sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Paging Page Mills, Paging Page Mills. Give him hell, Miss Noel. She leaves us in stitches, it's Catherine Taylor. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Kristen, the Ruby Rubano. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. <laughs>